Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse for the speed of light, the cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Toto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Oh, Silver! Faster, big fellow, faster! With steady hands and skillful manipulation that bespoke years of experience, Sam Deering tooled his weather-beaten stage around the big bend of Cedar Mountain. The road leveled off at this point. It was an ideal place to pick up lost time. Jerry Parker, the young boy who sat beside Sam in the high boot, turned to the driver expectantly. He'll be late getting into Clinton, Mr. Deering, unless we make it up along here. Hey, don't worry, Jerry. We'll pull in on time. I know, but what you really want is to see these horses line out and run, ain't that it? It's not that so much. I just like to watch the way you handle them. All right, son. I guess we can gain a little time on this level stretch. Where's my whip? Here. How come it's not in the socket where it belongs? Well, I... I mean, I was practicing a little bit with it while you were in the express office back there in Bancroft. Practicing, eh? Still hankering to drive a stagecoach, ain't you, Jerry? I will drive one someday. Whenever you'll trust me with it. Well, it ain't that I don't trust you, Jerry. You're not old enough yet. Two of a six-horse hitch like this is a man's job. I'm 18. And I've been driving horses ever since I was 10. I can handle this leather almost as good as you, Mr. Deering. Hey, give don't... me that whip. There's a lot more to driving a stage than just being able to pop leather. I know, now but... you watch. 
Suppose you want to gain some time like we're going to do now. Yeah? Well, the first thing you got to remember is to gather all your lines in your left hand like this. You see? I know. Then the only way those horses are going to know what's on your mind is to send this leather skinning over the tops of the heads. Sure. But you got to be careful and don't touch them. Just pop it, that's all. I can do that. Then at the same time, you tell them about it. Oh. Well, hang on tight and I'll show you. All right. Like this. Hey, see what I mean, Jerry? Yeah. All right, boys, that's enough. No need to worry yourselves out. Golly. Hey, see what I mean, Jerry? I'm sure I could do it if you give me... time enough of that when you're a little older. You keep out of your job in the stable for a few more years. Tessie says it. Oh, so it's Tessie who's behind you on the Tula stage. No, it's my idea as much as hers. Well, listen, son. Tessie's my own daughter. She's just like all the other women in the world. They always want to tell men folks what to do. You see, Mr. Deering, I figure if I was a real leather popper instead of just a stable boy, I'd be making some money. And then maybe Tessie and I... I mean... I know what you mean, son, and I have no objections, but you're too anxious. Wait a few years. Gee, I... Mr. Deering. Yeah, what's the matter? Up there on that slope. I thought I saw an engine dodge behind a rock. Why, shucks, there ain't no engines around this part of the... No. Mr. Deering... I've been shot, Jerry. He grabbed his lines and a whip. It must have been that engine. Drive. Get to Clinton as quick as you can. Yes, sir. Get up there. Here comes old Sam. Hey, he's really pushing that prince. Why, that ain't Sam on the boot. It's the kid, Jerry Parker. First time I've ever seen Jerry let a kid handle his rake. Oh, 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 boy. Where's Tessie? Tessie Deering. I'm so glad to see you driving, Jerry. I didn't think Dad would... Dad? What's wrong? He's hurt, Tessie. Hurt? Shot. An engine sniped him. Just this side of Cedar Mountain. Oh, Dad. Here. Somebody help me lift him down. Yeah, sure, sure. Grab his feet. I'll take my yeah, arms. Yeah. Now, easy. Easy does it. Oh. Somebody get a doctor. I just saw Doc Hawkins go down the street. I'll fetch him. Now... Carry him over to the house, Tessie. Of course. Oh, hurry, Jerry, please. doctor say, Tessie? It's a serious bullet wound, but he'll be all right if, if he rests for three or four weeks. Gee, I'm sure glad to hear that. Who did it, Jerry? An engine. I saw him up on the slope a few seconds before he fired the shot. I can't understand it. Do you think it could have been an accident? No. Whoever was gunning for your pa lined up his sights on purpose. But why? Dad hasn't got an enemy in the world. I don't know. But I'm going down and tell Sheriff Holmes about it. Exactly where it happened, and Wait. maybe... Dad wants to see you. Go on in. And Jerry? Are you feeling any better, Mr. Deering? Oh, a little bit. Doc Hawkins took a slug out of my chest. Take more than one of them to kill an old catcher like me. That engine... I'm going down to the sheriff's office and tell him about oh, it. Oh, you don't think the redskin's still perched up on the mountain with a rifle in his hand, do you? No, but... Let Tessie talk to the sheriff. 
You've got a more important job to do. You mean... Somebody's got to take the stage out in the ten tree. Gee, you're really going to let me take her in, Mr. Deering? Think you can handle it? Oh, sure. Uh, I mean, I'll do my best. You're really not old enough to be popping leather, Jerry. There ain't another driver in town. I can do it. You've got to, son. If our stage ain't in ten tree tonight to pick up half the mail, we lose our share of the government contract. I know. If it ain't delivered back in Bancroft by tomorrow afternoon, Ken Ordway will get the whole franchise. I can beat Ordway. Pinch Folsom's driving for him, and I know I can handle a team as good as Pinch can. Ordway's got a newer rig. Extra horses if he needs them. Ours are just as good. Maybe. What I want you to remember is this. There's a heap more to tooling the stage than just popping buckskin. He's a team on the hills. Don't be afraid to use the brake. I'll remember. I hope so, Jerry. Every chip I've got's on you. Now get out of here and go to work. You're not a stable boy anymore. You're the deer and stage line's one and only leather popper. Gee. Now get. Yes, sir. While Jerry Parker was backing a fresh team into the traces for the run to Tentree, Kenneth Ordway, owner of the rival stage line, paced his office nervously. Pinch, where have you been? Had to take off that engine, get up, and then ride a back trail into town. Deering's coach came in a few minutes ago. But the old codger wasn't driving. I put yeah, a Yeah, not in, in the right place. He's still alive. He can't be. I saw him keel over. Then the kid grabbed the lines. Yes, and, and drove on in here. You did a bad job, Pinch. But, boss, I tried... It's a good thing you're a better stage driver than you are a rifle shot. I can't understand. Well, it's too late to change that now. I get down to the barn and get my rig on the road ahead of Deering's. You mean the old man's going to drive with that slug in him? Uh, Of course not. He's home in bed. A kid will drive. Why, he ain't have a tool to stage in his life. So much the better for us. Well, I could beat him to Ten Tree and back to Bancroft with both hands tied behind my back. Yeah, that must have been the way you triggered that rifle today. With both hands tied behind your back. Oh, listen, boss, Uh, Shut up. Now get out of here and get on the road ahead of that Parker boy. You understand? Sure. I don't care how you do it. But I don't want the Deering stage to get to Tentree or to get back. Don't worry. I'll take care of it this time. For sure? For sure. trail that wound high above the main road through Bitter Creek Pass, the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Dan Reed reined their horses to a halt. Uh, golly, I don't see why they call this Bitter Creek. I haven't seen a drop of water since we rode into the canyon. This is the dry season, Dan. Most of the streams have dried up. Some of them have disappeared entirely. Well, it seems funny to be riding along Bitter Creek Pass and not see any water. Maybe on Flora Canyon Creek flow enough for horses to get drink. It's a good idea, Tonto. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scum. All right, Victor. Here's some water. Needs enough for a drink. Oh, Silver. Oh, oh Victor. Oh, 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 oh. Is this Bitter Creek, Tano? Ah. 
There's hardly enough of it to see. Plenty for the horses, isn't there, Silver? Go on, boy. Don't let Victor drink too fast, then. I'm sure disappointed. I thought Bitter Creek would be something to see. It's nothing but a little trickle of water. See how it flows down the side of that cliff, Dan? Sure, but it's not even big enough to make a waterfall. That's an odd formation there at the base of the cliff. A wide stone shelf. If there's any amount of water in a creek, it'd splash on a shelf instead of just trickling over it. Oh, me think when rains come, flood creek, it make plenty big splash. Yes, you're right, Tonto. You'd probably never recognize Bitter Creek at flood stage. Yeah, but what I can't figure out is what all that... What's the matter, Tonto? On Main Road, up ahead, stagecoach stop. Yes, there is a coach standing up there. Driver must be arresting his horses. No, him not do that. Me watch him. Him tie rope to tree and stretch it cross road. Yeah, that's right. He's tied a lariat to trees on opposite sides of the road. Only about three feet from the ground. Why would he Wait, do that? Wait, Driver, get back on stage. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Why would a stage driver do a thing like that? I don't know, Dan. The rider coming from this direction with the sun in his eyes couldn't see the lariat. but trip his horse. Well, he must have done it on purpose. Hard to believe that any man would deliberately try to break a horse's legs or kill a rider. Unless I... another stagecoach come down road. You see it? Golly. He's coming so fast you'll never see that rope. Let stage will pile Not up. We can stop it. Come on, Silver. Come on, Victor. Outlaws. You're never gonna catch me. Say I curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Now to continue our story. As he rode abreast of the racing six-horse team and the careening stagecoach, the Lone Ranger realized he'd have to act quickly to save them from certain disaster. He shouted to Tonto and Dan. Tonto, try to reach the bridle of the lead team. Huh? Get him up, Scout. Dan, stay behind Tonto. Sure. I'll try to get up on the boot of this boy. I haven't got a gun, but no outlaw's going to pull this stage down without a fight. Wait, pull up. There's a trap on the road ahead. You won't get me. Closer, Silver. Closer. Now, steady, boy, will I? <laughs> you think that I... Put a rope across the road. You'll pile up unless you stop now. Let go of me. Give me I... those lines. Ho, ho, ride that brake. No, I won't. I said ride it. Ho, boy, back. Ho, 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 back up. Ho, 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 ho. Golly, we're almost on top of the rope. There. Can you see what he's talking about? A lariat stretched taut across the road. You put it there to wreck me. You think we would have ridden this hard to warn you if we wanted to wreck the coach? No, but you're masked. And that means outlaws. No, we're not outlaws. Use your pocket knife, Dan. Cut that lariat. Sure. And who strung the rope across there if you didn't? The driver of another stagecoach. He passed here just a few minutes ago. Stagecoach? Was it a Concord like this one or a Fisher? A Fisher. You can tell by the way the wheel set out from the springs. Fisher? Then it was Ordway's coach. And Pinch Folsom must have been driving it. Who's Ordway and Pinch Folsom? Owner and driver of the other stage line between Tentree, Clinton, and Bancroft. Is there any reason why they should try to kill you and your team? Nothing Except with Mr. Deering sick and me out of the way. Order would get all the government mail contract instead of half of it. I see. How many other drivers work for Mr. Deering? None. I'm the only leather popper he's got. Evidently, Mr. Ordway is anxious for him to lose you. I guess so. If you're carrying government mail, you ought to have a guard ride with you on the coach. We can't afford it. I used to ride with Mr. Deering besides take care of the horses in the stable. Now, what's your name, son? Jerry. Jerry Parker. 
Well, Jerry, you've just hired a guard. Hired a... What do you mean? Otto, you ride with you into Tentree and back to Clinton. Gee, that'd be swell, but... But what? I don't own this stage, and Mr. Deering hasn't enough money to pay anybody oh, to... forget about the pay. We'll all be well paid if we can find some way to trap the men who tried to murder you. Climb up on the boot with Jerry Tonto. Let me do it. What do you mean, trap them? How can we do that? I don't know yet. We'll have to see what happens. Gosh, I... You're carrying mail on the return trip, aren't you? I pick it up at the post office in Tentry. Good. All right, Jerry. You said you were a leather popper. Let me see you do it. Just watch me. All right, boys. Straight out there. Get up. Sure can handle that team. Yes, you're right, Dan. He's a natural-born stage driver. Well, what are we going to do now? Take a shortcut into Tentree. What if we do a scout? Oh, he'll follow us. Come on, Silver. Get up, Victor. In the meantime, Pinch Folsom, driver of the Ordway coach, pulled into the stage depot at Tentree. Whoa! Whoa there, you crazy! Whoa! Must have been prodding them critters. They're really blue. Yeah, hitch up a fresh team. I've got to line out of here as soon as I pick up the mail pouch. Yeah, somebody waiting to see you. Yeah? Who? Your boss, Mr. Ordway. Ordway? How'd he get up here? Rode a saddle horse. Leastwise, that's the way he came into town. Well, I left him in Clinton. He must have taken a shortcut trail over the ridge. Yeah, better go on in and talk to him. He ain't in a very good mood. Yeah. Boss, I was sure surprised when Shorty told me that well, you what was... happened? How'd you make out? What do you mean? You know exactly what I mean. The Deering coach, where is it? It's piled up on the road down by Bitter Creek. Yeah, the boy was driving uh, the Parker kid. Got a broken neck like as not. Ain't nobody can live through a smash like that. Uh, how'd you do it? Trip rope. Strung it across the road about three feet from the ground. Used my best leather lariat, strong as steel. Did you see the accident happen? Well, no, I didn't exactly see it, but... The kid was only about two miles behind me. He couldn't have missed the rope. How do you know he didn't see you? Stop worrying. I tell you, he didn't. I cut in ahead of him before he pulled out of Clinton. I hope you're right, Pinch. Nearer right than you are with a rifle. Oh, I tell you, the job's done, boss. The only thing we got to worry about is getting around that wreck when we go back to Clinton. Must be quite a pile of junk there on the road. I hope so. You riding back with me? Yeah. I'll leave my saddle horse here. about the mail? I'll take care of that. This trip is going to be the most important one we've ever made, Pinch. Yeah? It's the last day of the month. And if Deering's coach don't carry any mail, I'll get the whole contract. Deering's coach carrying mail? That's a good one. How can he carry mail? Listen, He's listen. Up the... What's that? Must be one of the boys tooling the wagon. That's no time. wagon. It's a coach and a six-horse hitch. Oh, oh boys, hold it. Deering stages piled up on the Bitter Creek Road, huh? I can't understand it. You can understand I... this. Get out of here and hitch up your team. Sure. I'll I... go to the post office and pick up the mail pouch. Stop for me there. I still can't. You're wasting out. time. Move. Oh, oh boy. Oh, Victor. Oh. What did you find out, Dan? <laughs> Gee, there sure is a lot of commotion in town. Everybody's excited about the race. Yes, I know. Did you follow Ordway? Yeah, I was right behind him when he went to the post office. 
There's only one bag of mail, so he's going to carry it, not Jerry. I thought the government contract was evenly divided. Yeah, it is. But when there's only one bag, the first coach going out takes it. I see. Hardway and Pinch Folsom are leaving right away. They have a fresh team of horses. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, but Jerry's going to try to beat him to Clinton, so he'll be the first one to pick up the mail there. He won't stand much of a chance unless... Unless what? I'm going to write a letter, Dan. I want you to mail it here at the post office in Ten Tree after Ordway's coach has left town. You understand? Sure. But then what are we going to do? Follow Jerry and Tonto. We may be able to help. I'll wait just a minute and I'll write that letter. Here it is, Mr. Ordway. That's all the mail. Thanks. I want all you folks here in Ten Tree to notice that the Ordway stage lines are keeping regular schedules. Fine, fine. And we'll continue to do it because we're carrying the United States mail. You ready, Pinch? All set, Mr. Ordway. Let it roll. Get up. sense you making a run as a kid. Why not? Well, Ordway's out ahead. You can't beat him. Besides, he's got the mailbag. If I get into Clinton first, there might be more mail there. Oh, you haven't got a chance. Oh, Who's your new redskin guard? His name is Tonto. Guarding an empty stagecoach, huh? <laughs> well, guess I'll pull out. I've got... Here's a letter you can carry. Hey, wait a minute. You've got some mail after all. Kid just hand me this letter. It's addressed to somebody in Clinton. Yeah, it's registered. You got a sign for it. Gee, this is swell. I am carrying mail after all. Yeah, one letter. One letter. <laughs> all right, now you're all set. Let me see you pop some leather. Just watch me. Storm blown up. You'll never get to Clinton. Yes, we will. All right, boys. Heads up. Hang on, Tonto. Huh? Get up. Tie-eye. <laughs> Parker had been over the route from Ten Tree to Clinton many times. He knew what the storm threat meant. Stinging rain beat the faces of both him and the stoical Indian who sat beside him. The road became slippery and he was forced to keep the reins taut to hold his six-horse team in check. In a heavy downpour, there was no sign of the Ordway coach on the road ahead. Finally, he swung down Bitter Creek Pass and reached the floor of the canyon a few moments later. There, he met a new and even greater hazard. The creek was at flood stage. Ho, ho, boys! Ho there! Bitter Creek's flooded. Look at it. Getting deeper every minute. Oh, it's plenty bad. Not a chance in a million of pointing it now. Must have happened within the last few minutes. Broadway's not here. Guess he got across. Ah. Gee, he's beat me after all. You wait. What do you mean? Listen, somebody come. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, Jerry, you seem to have reached the end of the road. It's the end unless a six-horse team and a stagecoach can swim. There's not much chance of that. Ordway was here ahead of me, so he got across. You can do the same thing if you can handle that team well enough. You mean try to ford the creek? There's another way to get across. Oh, no bridge for ten miles. Look, see where the creek comes over that cliff into the bed of the canyon? Yeah. Golly, it's a regular waterfall now. How does that help? Back of that waterfall, Jerry, there's a stone shelf wide enough for you to drive this stage across to the other side. Are you sure? I'm sure of that. You sure you can hold the team in line? I'll try. If you'll go ahead, lead the way. All right. Come on, Dan. All right. That's the way, 
Oh, boys, there was a couple of times where I didn't think we would. You did a fine job, Jerry. I've seen a lot of stage drivers. Gee, thanks. You still have to get to Clinton. Golly, I almost forgot. The rain's slackening up now. You won't have any trouble. Dan and I brought Scott along, Toto. You want to ride with us? Ah. Yes, Scott. Aren't the three of you coming into Clinton with me? We'll be right behind you. Ready, Toto? Me uh, ready. Now don't forget, Jerry. You have a registered letter to deliver when you get to Clinton. How'd you know about it? Come on, Silver. Come on, Come on Victor. Heads up, boys. Get up! Say Where's the Ordway coach? Is it going on to Bancroft? Why, didn't you know? What? A man rode in on horseback just a few minutes ago. Mr. Ordway and his coach are stuck up to the hubs. They tried to ford Bitter Creek. Stuck? Golly, that means I'm here first. Of course. Did you bring the mail? No. Ordway had that. He left 10 3 first. Oh, if you aren't carrying the mail, the government contract says that Dad's coach must be carrying United States Wait mail. Wait a minute. I almost forgot. I've got a registered letter right here in my pocket. Oh, that's wonderful. As soon as that's delivered, we'll... Why, Jerry, look. What do you mean? It's addressed to you. Gee, I never noticed that before. I put it into my pocket so quick... What's it from? I don't know. Just a minute. Well, I'll be... Golly! What? What is it? Listen to this. Dear Jerry, there are plenty of ways to beat men who try to cheat you. The fact that you carried this letter from Tentree will keep Mr. Deering's contract with the government. I'm glad I've known you, Jerry. I think you're one of the best leather poppers who ever drove a team. Gee, Tessie, if he thinks I'm a real leather popper, then I am one. Who are you talking about? The man who wrote this letter. The Lone Ranger.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>